law-abiding biker podcast. Oh, yeah. Feel it, Oscar. Feel it. I'm feeling the love. Welcome back, fellow bikeaholics. That's right. This is the podcast for the big MM, the motorcycle majority. That would be the... The... Oscar. 99%. Yeah, boy. So I got to ask you, what are you waiting for, bikeaholics? Mount up already. Let us take you for a ride, huh? That is right, guys. You should be riding. And if you're not riding, you should be thinking about riding. If you're not thinking about riding, then we're here to help. We're here either way to help. This is Ryan Erdacher, your host of the Law Abiding Biker podcast, and your high-tech redneck studio left the man, the myth, the legend, Oscar in the house. What do you have to say, Oscar? It's the law of unintended consequences, because since you put all those pretty things on that screen, I have a hard time focusing. (laughs) All right, guys, welcome back, and uh, we'll just uh, get right into it. What Oscar is talking about, it has been a little bit, it's been a minute. Isn't that how they say it on the street, dude? Sure. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, That's the cool street talk apparently these days. So it's been a minute since Oscar has been in the studio. And we have ramped it up here at Law Abiding Biker Media for you guys, podcast and media. And he's looking at a flat screen TV that is now coming off the wall in the studio. And it has, it is directly connected to my main iMac. Uh, my main computer, and it has all the show notes up for him, and he can look at whatever videos, whatever news articles I'm looking at, the show notes, and see exactly what I'm seeing. So we're all on the same page of music. Before that, these guys, I'd send them the notes, but they'd have to bring them up on their little iPhones. And so, yeah, what do you think of that screen there, dude? It really does serve to distract me quite a bit. I mean, it's impressive. Do you think it's going to help though? The well, law-abiding biker community is it going to make you? a more organized, better podcaster. It's definitely going to add a high degree of efficiency and effectiveness to the podcast and maybe get us off track a little bit. Uh, I'm pretty sure, depending on what I pop up on the screen, I can get you off track real easy. I'm already off track. Look at this right here. Oh. What? See, I want to know. I want to touch them. There's things up there. I don't know what they are. That's what I'm saying. I can get you off track anytime I want. Not a problem now. Yeah. I will tell you guys, uh, thanks for all your support. And as you know, uh, guys, we're about a year and a half old, not quite. And all the donations are very much appreciated, um, everybody that supported us. And I will tell you that at this point, pretty much everything that uh, we get goes right back into stuff to make the content that we put out, both podcast videos and blogs, better for you guys to consume. And uh, even some out-of-pocket still, yes, um, I put more back into this business than, than uh, I get back in the love that you guys show, but thank you for what you do do, uh, because it does help. And of course, if you guys ever want to donate lawabidingbiker.com slash donate, we take it, we will put it good to, to good use as you guys have seen that have been with us since the beginning. Also, Oscar has not been in here since I got the new mixer, the new compressor limiter gate, the new headphone amplifier, the rack. Um, and I've got some new, uh, camera equipment, recently you can see in the corner there oscar if you look over your right shoulder that is an led 
light on a stand for video. I've got another, if you look behind the fireplace here, uh, LED light. That's for a, a key light. One's a fill, one's a key light. Um, I've and, got a new, And we can work on the bikes in a little bit darker environment sometimes. Yes. And even if it's nice day, we will get better light on the subject. And with this new camera I got, I won't get geeky on you guys because it'll bore you, but I got a really awesome, awesome camera to take new videos with that are going to make the videos clearer and better and uh, much more uh, higher definition. So anyways, I just want you guys to know we do want to bring you guys the content and uh, we are pumping back into this business at this point, pumping back in what we get to, uh, yeah, to bring it to you guys. So you feel like, oh, you got a new boom mic too, dude. That's the first time you've been on your new boom. You Not a new mic, but a new boom arm. It, it's really nice. It's comfortable, soft against the skin. Mm, mm. And easily adjustable. Does it, uh, uh, Lurch has been the only one other person in here since, and he wasn't even in here when I got the, the, the flat screen TV that, uh, uh, angles off the wall there. Um, but he had the new boom arm and he said, and like you did before the podcast, it really frees up room because this, you guys, this studio that all this equipment I'm talking about. And of course, to my right, I have my laptop, um, and my monitor, I've got my main computer and a monitor, the rack, the LDES, but we've made the best use of this space as we can. Cause it, what do you say this office is? I've never measured. Is it like 12 by 12, 15 by 15, maybe 15 oh, by 15, go 12 by 12, at the 10 by 10. No, it's bigger than that. 12 by yeah, maybe 12. That's what I'm thinking. 12 by 12. It's like a 12 by 12 office that I've turned into the law biting biker studio. And I have every bit of gear and equipment in here and we can still fit enough to do a podcast so um we've made the best use of rooms and the only thing oscar is bitching about what are you bitching about today you were bitching before we even got started dude even all with this all, fancy equipment yeah, all this ahead, fancy equipment i need a nice leather reclining chair nope you don't dude but i mean if i if i get a little sore i could hurt myself or something and well in a nice leather. I've still got fold out chairs for these guys. <laughs> um, that's the only thing we haven't updated. So the only nice thing about the fold up chairs is they get up and out of the way. Well, this is true. But I agree. Maybe we'll invest in a little bit more comfortable chairs that I can roll out of the studio when because I would be tripping over them every day. Well, if we cut a hole in this wall on the left, or you're on my left, some we could make a little spot there where the chairs push in. True. A closet of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Although that would, uh, um, protrude right into my bedroom master bedroom my wife likely might not like you anymore because she does like you you haven't ruined it yet i'm not going to cut the holes well <laughs> you are i'll tell her it's your idea just <laughs> right. like the pool so i'll deny wait we're being recorded aren't we <laughs> tell you tell that story dude that was funny about um you helping me put the pool up for my kids and now you're apparently oh wow <laughs> yeah because my wife wants the same pool and i told her i was coming over to yard work and somehow she caught on we were putting on one of these or we were doing the work to put in one of these pools and cause my whole thing was, it's a big project. I can't do it by myself. I don't know how to do it. She's like, well, now, you know, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Our host didn't tell me that. That's the law of unintended consequences. Right. Yeah. I learned how to do it. So now I can do it in my own house. And she, and you, have you done it yet? No. <laughs> Is that what's happening when you go in the door every night? You and know that's what? what happens with wives, dude. Why is that? 
the wife and and that's why I put up a pool because and she'll deny it as she just did before the podcast. That's right. I called her on and I'm like, the reason I had to level the spot and put the pools because you saw it from some other family and then you wanted it. Now I did it and I screwed Oscar, dude. <laughs> and I do feel like I really like sold you out there, dude. But but that's the way wives are, man. When our pool goes in, you'll I'll get my the work out of you for that. And you know I'll be there. No, I know. For now, the kids can play in the fire hydrant. There you go. That's free. Play in the road, dude. <laughs> That's right. So, Oscar, I appreciate you being here, buddy. Oscar worked all day, and he made it here. It's been a hectic day for me. Um, and not to uh, play the old uh, violin, but um, I was at a uh, pool party at my brother's house. That's, and that's, t- that's It is. That's hard. And you know what? We have no podcast in the bucket, and I know that we need to get one out this week. So, Oscar manned up and uh, everybody else was busy and Oscar made it over after working a full day. I left a pool party so I could get home because I don't want to leave you guys a week. I really don't. It may happen eventually if, you know, hopefully not knock on wood that I'm ill or somebody's ill, but you know, we've been very, very consistent for you guys. And uh, I did, I uh, would have loved to stay and uh, have a few more beverages and, and relax, but here we are and we do it for you guys. And I know you guys appreciate from all the positive feedback we get. So there you go. We're here for you guys. Let's get into uh, some of our content here. And uh, on the fancy dancy screen here, I do want to tell you guys that uh, me and Oscar did a video recently. It is a free law-abiding biker video. In fact, this morning, um, I get really good comments on YouTube. We get a ton of comments, Oscar. Did you know that? No. Well, you do now. What's YouTube? Uh, yeah. You're on it. You oh. should know. And your legs are on it because you should watch this video, bro. Because oh, wow. at the end, I put a little thing. And when you're getting on your bike <laughs> and you're testing it and you're in your shorts, I said, by the way, some say Oscar has nice legs. It's a little pop-up, dude. Seriously. <laughs> so you should watch it, man. It's hilarious. All right. Um, but yeah, we get a lot of good comments. And a guy got on this morning. It's rare that I get any bad comments. If they're just nasty, I just, you're gone. (laughs) You're banned from the channel. But (laughs) I would say 99.9% of comments are really positive and good. But every once in a while, you get an internet troll on there. So I just ban them. But um, this guy this morning, actually, he said, uh, hey, I watched your latest Heated Grips. And, you know, and I watched a lot of your videos. But it seems like you're doing just a lot of, now you're just doing a lot of for sale videos. And the videos that are on YouTube are just to sell your for sale. And I... I, uh, it was nice cause I, I, and he got it. Um, he emailed back. He's just, sorry, bro. I didn't know. And so I just told him, I said, Hey, you know what? I said, you must be missing the boat. I said, you're misinformed because I just put a new video, several new free videos, completely free videos out two days ago. And I gave him the links to him. I said, yes, we do sell some videos, but that's to try to subsidize and try to make some money, some operating cost money back. And I said, so here's the links to the two free videos. Enjoy ride safe. And he did. He private messaged me back and he goes, bro, I'm sorry. He goes, I didn't mean that. He goes, I, I thought that's all you were doing. He goes, I didn't, I missed the two free videos. I go, yeah. And he, so he goes, yeah, it's all. So it, it is nice yeah. to be able to throw those two links back at him. And uh, I won't mention names or anything, but uh, he was really humble about it. He goes, dude, I just, I guess I just got your recent videos. And I said, well, you know, you got a couple recent ones, but you didn't get the recent free ones. Right. So yes, guys on YouTube, I do put out some commercials for the for sale videos, but by far, um, 90% of what we do here at lab media is all free. The blogs, the podcasts, uh, Oscar's working for free. In fact, you didn't even get dinner tonight, dude. And I feel bad about that. I already lost like eight pounds, <laughs> but I still had beer for you, right? Absolutely. Okay. 
Um, because I did feel bad, dude, that, that I didn't have dinner, but I told you because it's been a hectic day and, uh, uh, next time I'm going to make it up with, uh, barbecued steaks for you. That's recorded dude. It and is. we can go back and listen to this later. If you forget, <laughs> Does, like, we're not just talking about barbecued steak. I'm thinking like a 50 ounce T-bone. That's pushing it. Come on. Now. But maybe it's two dinners in one night because <laughs> tonight and then the next night. So it's good. Right. Y'all heard it. There you go. Straight from Oscar. <laughs> so anyways, um, I did want to talk about that. And so this is a brand new free video. And do you want to talk a little bit about this one? You recorded it with me in, we actually did it in Oscar's garage. Tell them a little bit about this. Um, and, and I've got the notes there for you. But, uh, you know, as far as uh, we, we already did the cable adjustment and all that. So you want to hit on that, brother? I've been talking too much. I need a drink. <laughs> water, yeah. water, of course. I've been wanting to do a clutch adjustment on my bike. And uh, you can adjust just the... Uh, cable for the feel of the clutch lever at the handlebars or you can do a full clutch adjustment and i knew the the cable feels or the clutch the clutch lever was fine but i knew the clutch itself needed to be adjusted and i'd read the book and so i mean i'm probably going to go back and watch the video because it was cool doing it and it made a huge difference so if you guys have you know if your transmission doesn't feel right or it's shifting mine was shifting really clunky neutral is hard to find and for, I don't know what the, I don't know how long it took us. It didn't take us very long. Had we not been filming it, it would have been really quick. Yeah. Um, Plus I did some other, I put my heated seat on. Right. Which that video is going to come out too. Yeah. I mean, so, but I think just what we did there, it, if you weren't, if you were taking your time, not filming it, probably take you 20 minutes and it made a huge difference. I can find neutral. The shifts are a lot smoother and softer. So if you, you guys are riding Harleys and things don't feel right check out that video because that's one of the things that they do when you pay, you know, a dealership or even if you go to a private, uh, an independent, just motorcycle mechanic and you pay a couple hundred bucks for service. That's one of the things that they'll do for you. And between that and the oil change, I mean, you're going to save yourself a bunch of money and get the, the big basic stuff taken yeah, care of on your own. Because a hardly clutch adjustment, um, that will, uh, cost you because it's a minimum fee to get in the shop, right? Yeah, and and I, I'm sure it'll be you're gonna pay the shop fee of you know seventy bucks. So if, and it would be silly, dude. They're ninety bucks an hour here. Are they? Yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, isn't am I wrong? They, I don't take my bike to the shop very much. They're so. they're they're in there somewhere. I okay, mean, they're a little cheaper in some places, but a little more than others. But either way, it's gonna take them twenty minutes. They might, they're probably gonna bill you for at least a half hour, and it's that's just one of those things where you know a lot of dealerships are really busy. And so you might have to call and schedule out three or four days and then take a part of your day to ride down there, get it adjusted and ride home. You guys can watch this video and do it in 20 minutes in your garage. If you do it with an oil change every other, if you do adjust your clutch every other year with your oil change, you'll be in good shape. I should have done mine. I got 11, almost 12,000 on my bike. I should have done it like at 5,000 miles. Yeah. So you've got 12,000 and you can get a lot out of a clutch. I will tell you that uh, on this particular clutch adjustment, guys, is what Oscar is talking about. It. Why don't you, uh, I guess, let's put it this way. Um, you, you can take it to the dealer, but it still may not be adjusted exactly how you want it. Right. Because right. when you're doing it yourself, you can just really quick uh, put it back in the garage. And actually, it's a, this is one of those things you can do. And this, again, guys, this is a completely free video, and it will save you a ton of money. Um Highly encourage you to check it out. We'll give you the URL here, lawbindingbiker.com forward slash Harley clutch 
adjustment. And that's the nice thing is you can do it right on your kickstand. You don't need a lift for this particular deal at all. And uh, you I can, think you um, yeah go ahead. We used the lift, didn't we? Well, we had it on the little uh, jack stand. I mean, not technically a table lift, but we no, had no. it on a jack stand. Yeah, you, yeah, a um, motorcycle lift. Uh-huh, you do have to stand. take some pressure. Oh, my bad. My yeah, bad. You do have to take a little bit of pressure. Uh, Here we go for me. Straight up. Uh, the high tech redneck. Wrong. All right. I'll call myself. I'll call myself. It, it relieves some pressure on the bike. And I thought we were just doing that for ease. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Actually, in the, um, I, I finally got the 13 manual. We didn't say that on the video, darn it. Well, you better listen I, to the podcast. There you I go. Thought, I thought we did. Maybe we did. I don't know. I, I don't think, think we did because I just watched it. We, didn't, we just put it on the list. We didn't talk about it. That's right out of the manual. Okay. So, um, it says to put up now they don't, it doesn't actually specifically say why, cause the manual never says why uh, I'm making the assumption that it's to take some pressure off the transmission when the bike's on the ground, there's a little bit of pressure on it. So you're wrong. Go ahead. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. I'm going to come over through that screen here in a minute. <laughs> take the buzzer away. So it, it might be wise to put it at least on a little cheap jack stand. Yeah. Um, to take the pressure off of it. But, um, now we already did a, I already did one. Do you remember that video? The, uh, I, I did how to adjust the, uh, uh, cable, the lever guys. I watched uh, it and that's a free video. Yeah. That's great. I watched it cause I read it in the manual. I'm like, yeah, oh, this looks a little sketchy. And then I thought, Hey, I swear I saw that on your YouTube channel. And so I got on there and Hey, there it was. I'm like, Hey, that's easy. You remember what the URL for that is? Right. No. Well, I've, you see the big blue highlighted thing on your screen with the hand pointing to it. Oh, you asked me if I remembered it. <laughs> well, you're supposed to go, oh, yes, I do. And you're supposed to look at the screen and then go, it's lawabidingbacker.com forward slash Harley Clutch Cable Adjustment. How easy was that for me to get you to say it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just going to take the TV back. I'm going to take the monitor back because Oscar is not easy now. So, guys, the, the regular clutch adjustment internal, and all you need to do is remove your primary inspection, your, your, uh, your, your clutch inspection cover on your primary Super simple. One, two, three, four, five. I'm talking out loud. Five. Uh, five. T, torque, Torx 14. Yeah, uh, 27. Or T, T27. You're right. T27. And we talk about it on the video, but you just take that clutch inspection cover on. There's a bolt, a nut. You, you screw the bolt in a little bit with an Allen until it seats. And then you back it off a half to a turn. But we go through all this. Um, it's really super simple. You don't lose any fluids because you're just take you're not taking your primary cover off. You're just taking your clutch inspection cover off your Hardy Davidson. It will work for any Hardy Davidson model for the most part, unless it's really old, might be just a little bit different. Um, but that's it. And you put your clutch inspection cover back on and you go test ride it. And then to fine tune it is where you'll want to do the cable, which we did that free video, lawbindingbacker.com forward slash Harley clutch cable adjustment and that will tell you how to fine-tune your lever for exactly how far you want your at your lever lever out for your clutch to engage and uh, you can really fine-tune that and a lot of times um you know a couple thousand miles is it fair to say oscar correct me if i'm wrong but i've done it um if you just want your lever you're like okay excuse me my lever is you know as soon as i let it out it's engaging and i want it halfway out you can simply make those cable adjustments and they're all external. Right. Very simple. Um, where you'll run into, you know, but you don't want to just keep doing that. Right. Um, because eventually you're going to run out of cable to, right. <laughs> right. to, to make that adjustment. You're going to be like, okay, I can't tighten my cable anymore. Right. And <laughs> so you need to really, yeah. you know, like, like, uh, 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 Oscar said, what did you say? Every, 
other oil change or something is a good key to, to at least get internal and adjust the actual clutch plate. My manual actually says the manual that came with the bike said once at a thousand miles and then once and then again with a new clutch. The uh, the service manual I got says clutch adjustment inspection every oil change. So that's up to you guys. If it's, you know, you're having a hard time finding neutral or whatever, but you should be able to go. I mean, I went 11,000 miles out adjusting my clutch and at about seven or 8,000, I knew, oh, okay. And about 10, I thought it's really time. So yeah, every other oil change or every eight, 10,000 miles, that's something you can get in there and do if, if you think it needs it. And if it's riding great and shifting great and leave it alone. Right. It just depends how hard you are on your clutch. Right. Because some, just like brakes, right? Right. I mean, some people really just pop the clutch and some people drag it. And uh, depending on what kind of ride you're doing, when you're doing low speed riding, especially like police motors units, you go through clutches like crazy because you're really finding that gray area of letting your clutch out, bringing it in. And so you're going to burn up clutches. If you're not doing a lot of low speed maneuver stuff, then you can get a lot more out of a clutch. Anything else you want to say on that before we move on? Watch it. It's well worth it. Darn right. Both free videos, guys. Uh, Both those are completely free. And you can always, if you don't remember the URLs, go to uh, lawabidingbiker.com forward slash videos. That's all our free videos. And if you want to buy any videos, it's forward slash buy videos. So there we go. Let's do a couple donations. You want to hit those up there, Oscar. Donation from Kenneth Russ of Sterlington, Louisiana. Another donation from Tom. I'm going to say Michel- Thank you, Kenneth Russ. Appreciate it. Sterlington? Yeah, cool. I'm going to say Tom Michelena of Laramie, Wyoming. Thanks, Tom. We Laramie, Wyoming. Is that how you say it? Laramie. Laramie, Wyoming. Thank Wyoming. you, brother Tom. Oh, wow. This next one. Samuela <laughs> Muomua. Muomua. M-U-O-M-U-A. You know, I think it is, but he's from Pittsburgh. Doesn't mean he's not Hawaiian. Right. Samuel Muomua. From Pittsburgh, California. Pittsburgh, Cali, baby. All right, guys. Thanks so much. And again, as we stated at the opener, all the money we're making right now is definitely going back into the show. And uh, hopefully we're uh, proving that to you guys. Um, Yeah, we just want to keep uh, keep it coming. If you guys want to donate, lawabidingbiker.com forward slash. Go ahead, Oscar. Uh, Donate. Donate. Yeah. Yeah. Forward slash donate. Don't forget, you guys can head up the Patreon page if you don't just want to donate and you want to give us a certain amount per (coughs) piece of comment all the way at a dollar. So like four podcast episodes a month, you could pay like $4, give us $4 a month for each podcast and a video here and there, free video that we put out four or five bucks a month. And you can really, really support the, the, uh, our cause and uh, lawabidingbiker.com forward slash Patreon. We've got a whole three or four people that donate, but thank God for those people at Patreon that donate, huh, Oscar? That's what I'm talking about. If everybody that listens, if you thought about the, oh, we get a ton of downloads, dude. If everybody out there listening, I know it's tough. And uh, if you, everybody just gave $1, oh my God, we, we could be squared away. But the, the deal is, you know, 2% to 5% of the people donate and nobody else does. And so then it, it just doesn't work out. If everybody just gave a dollar per episode, man, that would be just so sweet. I wouldn't, well, have, I wouldn't have to do for sale videos then. That's what I'm saying. We could all do those videos really I would do for free. In-depth Free oh. videos. Could you imagine if the for sale videos right now, Oscar, that we've made, oh. we put out for free, people would flip. It would be, and that would be great because you get on the internet, even other stuff, but you get on the internet looking up Harley stuff and it's insane. The There's just nothing. Like, no one knows. So the, these free videos, they must be all right if I made one and I'm going back and watching it again. Yeah. Because. I do too, dude. They're just not out there. Nope. 
And if we could do them all for free, I, that would be great. If we could do major rebuilds oh my and God. have the, you know have the money to do it and do a major rebuild and put it out there on the internet, I mean, we'll do it, guys. That'd be great. We, we'll do it. We'll get bikes. We have no. It's just a matter of 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 resources, guys. We don't yeah. have the money to dump into that. And sorry for that. We're doing the best we can. We're not begging. We're just saying, man. Uh, if you guys saw these, vid- and and I have sold a lot of uh, for sale videos. Um, and those people that buy them know exactly how good those videos are. I have not had one negative comment on any of those videos because we do take it serious and we put a lot of effort if we're going to be, you know, selling something. But, you know, if I could put those out free, people would flip the time and effort we put into those videos. So anyways, enough said, guys. We got a lot of content, but you got anything else to say on that, Oscar? Just $1 from everybody. Lawabidingbiker.com forward slash Patreon. Just $1 per episode. And if some guys have done more, but even if just everybody, because we do have thousands and thousands of downloads a month that are listening to this podcast. So that's amazing. And we have like a million. Imagine that everybody that, that viewed a YouTube video that was helpful over a million views, $1, we'd be millionaires. Actually, I might've watched, it going to happen, but I might've watched our YouTube video 25 times. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, so 999, right. 75, right. Right. Sorry. So well over a million views. So, you know, and I know a lot of those videos are helping from the comments. So anyways, guys, we've got uh, a little, let's just move on right into some of our content. We've got some awesome stuff uh, for you guys. This is just going to be really packed episode because we haven't been uh, in the studio for a little bit, none in the bucket. So this is absolutely fresh, fresh content. Yes. Breaking freaking news that we want to touch on. (laughs) just a little bit so you guys may not have heard about it from the day we're recording this episode likely uh this will be out in the next three days um this week sometime so this is going to be fresh it may not be quite as fresh as in three days but we wanted to touch on it because it is floating around the law-abiding biker community is it on some on some different websites and different forums and things and uh you know much about this oscar do you want to go into it at all I, I this is your you know more about it than I do. All right, guys. Well, you can chime in, please do at any time. Because I, I want your have input. any chimes. Well, chime it. Okay. All right. All right. So here's the uh the scuttle butt. Is that a word? What does that mean? It's just the scuttle butt. On I the hear street. it all the time. I don't know what that means what that word means. I'm gonna tell you what the scuttle butt is. Oh you the scuttle butt <laughs> right now. The distractors on the screen. <laughs> I saw the dictionary or the dictionary up there. Right. That's not in there, but a guys, this is, you know, here we go. A man fatally shot outside nippers beach grill identified. Why do I have a problem with the name nippers? (laughs) No, I'm serious, dude. (laughs) One for me. Now here's going to be two for me is nippers. A sub, (laughs) is it a sub company of Hooters? (laughs) I'm sorry, dude. Wow. Because Did someone make it stop. Maybe Nippers is part of Hooters, but it's a really cold restaurant. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> dude. Anytime been, we can move on. I, 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 I don't know why. Does any I mean did, seriously, is it me? Do I have a, a one track mind or did you look at nippers and think that was funny right away or were you like a mature person <laughs> no seriously i thought it was funny okay so did i i didn't go that far into it because all right well apparently this bar is named nippers and they've got a bunch of 
uh, females with uh, tight shirts, and it's very cold. Um, <laughs> outside Nippers Beach Grill. All right, so a man was fatally shot. Now this is interesting because um, there's not a lot of information on it yet, and it happened in Jacksonville Beach, Florida, which is where this Nippers Bar is, and the mainstream media has made little, uh, very little progress as far as getting information on this, but, and they don't even relate it. If you've read the articles, and I know I sent some of them to you. I read a couple of them. They don't even relate it to bikers at this point. No. They're pretty broad that it was just some random shooting outside, outside of a bar. Or no, outside of nippers. Or outside of nippers. How many nippers. times can we say nippers in this episode? Uh, let's keep counting. All right. That's like, what are we up to 10? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, guys. So let me just run down this article. Now, this is from Action News um, over there in Jacksonville, Florida. So it's got some information, but let me run it down real quick, and then we're going to give you our two cents on it at this point because we are fair and balanced here at the Law Abiding Biker Podcast. We don't jump to conclusions. We try not. We really don't. I I hope we've uh, demonstrated that, guys, over the time that we really try to have information before we jump to conclusions about these incidents or what went on either one side or another. We're not just jumping on the good side at this point. Um, We really lack some information, but here you go. A man was fatally shot outside Nippers Beach Grill Thursday night. That's 11. Uh, Yes. Uh, According to Jacksonville Beach Police Department, uh, J. Jacksonville Police Department has this beach police department has identified the victim as 40-year-old Zacharian Tipton. Zachariah Tipton. The shooting happened just after 8 p.m. Investigators said there was an argument between five or six men in the parking lot of Nippers. When out of them, one of them was shot. Police believe they have the suspect in custody, and they're interviewing more than 230 possible witnesses. After the shooting first happened, customers were angry and frustrated about not being able to leave the restaurant. Wah. Gee, there was just a shooting. Sorry. I know. Some guy's dead. And they're like, we can't leave. Yeah, I just want to draw. I'll just back over him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jesus, people. A woman was trying to get her 15-year-old daughter out of the restaurant, and police threatened to arrest her if she came any closer. Don't worry about the poor dead guy, lady. <laughs> yeah. It's just all about you. It's all about you, lady. Every minute of every day is about you. That's right. The world revolves around you and getting your daughter home. Uh, that's our little, That's not in the article, guys. Uh, that was just me and Oscar going off. I threw that out there. <laughs> all right. Um, the news learned that the victim likely arrived at Nippers on a motorcycle. And was at the restaurant bar for bike night event. Life flight was called, but he died at the scene. Witnesses, of course, said everything happened and unfolded very quickly. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We're Wait, not hold on. I don't see what I don't understand about this article. Go down. Uh huh. No, up. Up. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's moving the screen down, but you're really going up. Right. Why? It doesn't make any sense that, okay, so fine. They don't want to say it's a biker thing. Then why do they report he arrived on a motorcycle? Who cares? Right. How he got there? Because it's not even related to the story. It's sensational if he arrived on a motorcycle. Well, was it a scooter? <laughs> I arrived on my Vespa. Yeah, yeah. And I got shot for it. Yeah, no doubt, oh, Okay, dude. fine. So, good point, though. Um, so, Action News. Uh, anyways, Friday, Action News spoke to the owner of Nippers who described what happened. Someone had a gun. Apparently, the person who had the gun was on the short end of getting beat up and pulled the gun out and shot the guy. Said Nippers Beach Grill. Rudy Thiel. It, okay, here you go, guys. It was bike night, so, but not, but not with the usual crowd. So maybe it's where do you see that? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. We were left, yep. right, right. Okay, let's check. But not with the usual crowd. Maybe the usual crowd's mountain bike night. Maybe <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I don't either. know what that means either. <laughs> not the usual crowd. 
they got to make it somehow sensational. Yeah. I think people realize it's an isolated incident. It didn't have anything to do with us. It was a biker thing, said Thiel. So here you go. He's actually talking a little bit about the biker thing. Um, police have not officially confirmed where the victim was shot or how many times. I can tell you that he was shot in the head from all the sources I've looked at. Um, here you go. Quote, it's unfortunate that certain people feel the need to solve all their problems with violence. And that's a sign of our times right now. It's horrible, said Jacksonville Beach Police Chief Pat Dooley. And I told you before the thing, I read a couple other articles and this police chief, they haven't had a shooting. Jacksonville Police uh, Beach Police there are like Mayberry to a certain extent. I'm not making right. fun. No. Uh, you know, it's a small department. It's a very small department. They haven't had like a shooting in like 30 years or something. Those so are really small department. It is. And they're just beside themselves so here we go guys here's the breakdown now there are some other sources um reporting on this and i will tell you guys uh straight up from the law-abiding biker podcast community and the law-abiding biker community everybody knows i would be very careful what you wrote or read on the aging rebel mm-hmm. um they're gonna pop up guys if you uh do this the aging rebel is really nothing and the reason is is because they only talk about one percenter stuff and if you think of one percenters you only think about the one percenters not even the one percenters of the world but just the one percent so you got to understand their their little website and their little game here uh is, is funny but they put some really bad stuff in there and of course it's all one-sided that you know the one percenters can do no wrong and whatever you know we here are better than that at law-abiding biker community or here at law-abiding biker podcast and we're not going to say who was wrong at this point it's the aging rebel. They, they yeah. forgot. They're right. getting too old to remember. They're, they're <laughs> aging. The rebel is <laughs> aged past his time. The aging rebel. I know, dude. Really? If That's you like guys, saying where it has been. And we are not promoting their site, guys. We're actually saying don't go there. Right. But you will, if you Google this kind of stuff, you're going to get hits because they like to write. All they do is write about 1% stuff. And not one time have I seen them be fair and balanced like us. I'm not even saying whose fault it was at this point. I don't know because I don't have the information, but they jump to conclusions and not one time have I ever read anything on their website that ever says, you know, we're just going to wait for the facts because we're not sure. Maybe this time, maybe the outlaw motorcycle gang member was wrong. No way. (laughs) No, stop it. You know what I'm saying? So just be careful guys. If you aren't, there you go. I educated the aging rebel is kind of a joke as, as far as a source, but you will find some funny stuff on there uh, because they're just so one-sided. So Here's what really, here's the information we have, guys, that seems to be factual somewhat. It's the best we can get right now. We're not going to jump to conclusions. Facts that we believe, based on multiple, multiple sources and really research in this, I did, is one of a member of the Iron Order Motorcycle Club um, was at a bar. We don't even, at this Nippers, we don't even know if he was in colors, but we'll just say he probably was. If you guys don't know who the Iron Order is, I have some experience with them. They are uh, technically a law-abiding biker club under the definition. I don't know a whole bunch about them. I have met many of them. There's no chapter here in our local area. However, they come here often. They stay at hotels in the particular jurisdiction that I work. I have talked to them. Um in passing and never had any bad problems at all. And from their internet site, they are, and and from talking to them, they do have a lot of law enforcement in their club, but they're not an LE club. They have lots of different members. They do screen their members. As far as I know, you can't have felonies and things like that. 
I do know that they've grown extremely fast over a very short amount of time as I've watched. Um, so you, there you go. Um, and that iron order is the shooter. He shot a member and killed a member of the black pistons MC. And let me educate you on the black pistons. This is no secret. I don't know this from any intelligent, except what I know from the internet. And you can go straight to the outlaws motorcycle, uh, uh, club website, the outlaws claim and are proud to be one percenters. The black pistons have no problem admitting and being on their site that they are supported by the, uh, outlaws motorcycle gang. Um, they are a puppet club. I will call them that. Um, that's probably not what they say on their website, but they are just a puppet club for the outlaws. They do a lot of their dirty work. They're very proud to be associated with the outlaws. So in all, uh, in all sense, they are one percenters. So do they so, wear the, they wear the cookie? You know, I couldn't find any pictures of the front of their vest. No. So I don't know. But on the outlaws site itself, it says they help start the black pistons. Yeah. Now we don't have any of them around here, but, uh, there you go. That's the facts guys. That that's from the internet and from their own websites. I didn't do get this from a news article. I went to their direct website. So there you go. Um, we're not making stuff up here. So that's what we know. And, and the information is, is the iron order shot. And of course the, uh, black pistons member is dead. Um, and it did happen at nippers. We've got photos here of nippers. <laughs> um, I wish I had a photo of the ladies that worked in Nippers. This is a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> if you guys are out there oh, wait, and you've been to Nippers, picture. can you send me some pictures? They can't see the pictures. Yeah. They get a picture of the outside of the bar. Seriously, go inside. Come on. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. What well, I mean, they can't cross the police tape and stuff. True. Did but, you know in Washington that it's, it's a misdemeanor to drive over a fire hose? Yes. It's not illegal to drive over a dead body? Or a police car. True, <laughs> <laughs> but you can do not drive over a hose yeah I, well because the fire i'm sorry the fire trucks in the picture that y'all can't see, see it made me remember that they can't cross the fire hose or the police line true true um now what i guess here's here's what do you say about all this mess and getting it out to our law-abiding biker community what we want to portray at this moment about I, this incident and that's the information we have like all things, we have to resist the urge to sensationalize and and rumor monger. That's a cool phrase. And just no, the aging rebel does that. Yeah, one. right, right, right. We, we give JBPD a week or so to start sorting stuff out, and they'll they're communicating with the media. We'll hear before too long a little bit more, and we'll be able to make our own decisions after that. We'll just chill for a little bit. Very well said. And, and if we fill that time between now and then with writing. We really probably will forget until it comes out in full story. True. Till our next podcast episode. That's well, what I'm talking unless about. Unless we roll a second one tonight, we'll see. But guys, that's what I want to get out is there are 230 possible witnesses that were in the establishment. Don't do like everybody's doing. The law-abiding biker community is way better than this. And regardless, you know, between, you know, 1%, one of them was a 1%er, one of them was a law-abiding biker. We're not going to, we're going to be better than that. We're not going to jump to conclusions. I'm not going to post a bunch of blogs because that would be completely doing what they do. And that is missed information, jumping to conclusions um, here in the law abiding biker community. You guys, we got to be better in that. And I do appreciate um, uh, full throttle, full mag. You guys know we did some episodes about that. They put some stuff out on their Facebook page. Appreciate that. And they're being, um, and, and I'm part of that Facebook page too. 
um, you know, getting all the law-abiding biker clubs together. Good information sharing. So I wanted to throw this out too. And uh, um, uh, and so we're all on the same page of music, and they're doing a really good job over there at just let's get the facts. Let's, let's you know, right. here's the actual news articles. Um, and we're not jumping to conclusion, guys, because that's what makes us look like them, and we're way, way better than that. Um, that. The 99 percenters, we we don't know now. I don't know if the Iron Order was at fault. I don't know if the the one percenter was at fault. We don't know either of these individuals personally. Um, I hope that it comes out well, um, and, and I hope it was justified. Um, you know, one of the articles said that he may have been, you know, uh, some you know somebody was trying to beat him up. Was it self defense? Was it not? We simply don't know. I don't know. Oscar doesn't know. You guys don't know. So let's let everything settle down before we make any decisions. We will report on this as we get stuff that we believe has validity. Um, likely not from the aging rebel. <laughs> um, well, likely not use that as a source. Obviously they're already, they have the, they already have it solved, dude. They already have it solved. They, they're a, they're a police department and a website and every, dude, they got it solved and they know the one percenter was not at fault. And the, 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 the iron order guy is just dirty and it's a whole government conspiracy. And in fact, people from Mars are in on it and they're <laughs> brainwashing the police to kill one person. Yeah, dude, it's just so out of control. It's reminiscent of, uh, on the East coast. Was that last, was that last year? The biker gang road rage incident and everyone, Yep. The media took off and just yep, and we reported on stuff. it fairly, didn't we? Yeah, we did, we did, and we waited for the facts to come out. Yep, and, and they did, and so yep, absolutely. So, guys, that's all I'll say to you before we move on. But just let's let's hold our heads high. Let's uh, you know, do some praying, and hopefully everything works out. And I don't know if the Iron Order is in custody. There's several articles. Some say he's in custody. Some say he was released without charges. Was it like I say? Was it self defense? Was it not? I'm sure. Maybe at Nippers, there's some video surveillance that's probably in evidence at this point. Um, well, apparently the owner is the perfect eyewitness. True, <laughs> true. He saw everything in perfect color in HD. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's probably the go-to guy. That's right. So I will tell you guys that that's my personal experience with the Iron Order. I've never had a problem, um, and I know there's Iron Order that listen because some of them have emailed me, and in fact, some of them that came to Yakima. Um, uh, in, in the greater Yakima County area, uh, contacted me. You all know where I'm from. And, uh, 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 actually it was at a, a thing at our Harley dealership. It was like a hogs and dogs. And I tried to get a podcast interview with them, but they never called me back. So if they're, I, I'm, I'm extending that invitation, um, to the iron order. Uh, if you guys are out there listening and I have got other emails and stuff from you guys, um, please feel free. We'll be doing an interview and, uh, get your guys's, uh, you know, about your club and what you're about. And this might be better time than ever because no matter how this plays out, guys, you know, as well as I do. And Oscar, I think you can attest is perception is going to be everything. Right. And it doesn't matter if the iron order was right or wrong. The perception is, and these other people are going to blow it out of proportion. It's never going to be right in their eyes. So, you know, for the law abiding biker community, let's get your word out to the law-abiding biker community, your brothers, that uh, so we can all support each other and, uh, yeah, learn a little bit a little bit about you guys. Maybe it'll put some bigger perspective on things, and there won't be any secrets, because the more secrets that are held... The worse it looks. Oh, my God. The quieter people are, and uh, it, it just starts to look... It does, and even in our careers, right? The media loves a cover-up. They love a cover-up. 
Yeah, absolutely. So there you go, guys. We will uh, continue to report on that as we get valid what we believe the best we can do for you guys because we're not actually investigating it, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, but we will do the best we can to give you guys complete information um, and, and the most thorough information and up-to-date information. So at this point, stand by, grab a beer, and uh, let's finish the podcast and uh, relax we, about this issue right now. Can I interject? Uh, you don't have to ask me permission. I wish you would talk more. I want to interject. Go ahead. Interject me. I, I think mean, we could take the Harley hammock seat off your bike and I could sit on it on this chair. You might be able to, dude. I don't know if we could wire Is it, it that in. bad? My, You've, you haven't bitched this much for a while and you I haven't know, been in the well, studio for a while. I know I didn't feed you, my so you're hungry. My butt's smaller than it used to be a little bit. <laughs> I'm good. Why don't you, let's move on to this, dude. This is a great topic. And why don't you uh, read this email of why, and here you, here you, here you, uh, here you go, guys. Curbing the show, absolutely curbing the show and, and some content that a listener wanted to uh, uh, hear about. So why don't you go with that email, brother? Not just a listener, a loyal listener. Absolutely. And a supporter and donator. <laughs> He's donated to the show and we're going to hopefully meet him on our summer trip coming up in July. So what what you can, what you can't see is that and to keep me on track, our host <laughs> highlighted the I did the sentence. I highlighted the exact spot where I'm at on the show notes, dude. <laughs> From loyal listener James Demetrius of California, and James writes: As you guys get ready, for example, your upcoming California trip, any particular safety or bike things to bring, things to have done to your bikes before leaving, etc. Probably already have this on a piece of paper for a future podcast, but who knows? Thanks, James. James wants to know all about trip prep and safety prep on the bikes. So he's down there in Cali, and we love our California listeners. Man, we're jealous of the riding season they have. We are. And they have a ton of loyal listeners in California. The beautiful part is, I don't know, you know, I haven't done statistics in a while to look at where people are listening because I just don't have time. I'm so busy. I don't have time to do stats every day. Um, I just know that our downloads keep going up and up and up, but, uh, and that's enough for me to keep going. But uh, our California listeners are probably some of the most involved listeners. Either there's more of them or they're just really people that, that are willing to get involved. Well, then they, they get to ride all the time. So they're, they're doing bike stuff all the time. Why not listen to bikes and ride all the time? And if they're not, if they're not thinking about riding, they better, we're, we're here to help them. Yeah, right. You should be riding. If you're not riding, you should be thinking about riding. You know, with today's technology, yeah, go ahead. We, they can listen to us while they're riding. Absolutely. I listen to podcasts on my uh, Street Glide special on my boombox system, baby. Nice. Uh-huh. I, I can hear it sometimes. I know. I catch up on lots of podcasts when riding. So anyways, thanks, uh, uh, James. Appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, I don't know what LD has hooked up. I haven't talked to him, but hopefully we will meet you. Um, that would be really awesome to put a, a face to the name because you have been so loyal to the show since our inception. All right, guys. Conception? Conception in- or <laughs> inception. You decide. All right. So um, here's, you know, we do a lot of things to get ready. And so we are by no means the experts on this, guys. Um, hang on a second. I'm getting my other, my laptop up and running. There we go. So we're not experts on this, but we have been doing trips for quite a few years. We've learned a lot of things along the way. If you have any input, of course, if you have any input on the show, um, on this, uh, you know, Topic. shooting, 
Um, we really want, or if you guys, what would be really great. I want to say real quick before we get into this, if you guys have new news articles, um, or what you think is, is decent information on this deal, on the shooting, please email me lawbindingbecker.com forward slash contact, leave a voicemail or an email right there. You can fill out the form. Um, send us an email or a voicemail on the new information and, and your thoughts. That would be awesome. Cause this is going to get heated guys. And it is going to be a hot, hot uh, button topic for the law-abiding biker community. So hit us up. Keep me informed because you often will find things that I have no idea about. So there you go. And all you, uh, John Larson and all you over there, his uh, wife Jocelyn over there at Full Throttle Full Mag, keep doing uh, the good thing and reporting fair on it. And I know you will. And you're doing a good job. So props to you. All right, guys. So we're not experts on the, uh, uh, you know, what we do when we get ready, but we are very experienced at it. And so we're going to give you our two cents and you can either take it and throw it in the uh, well, wishing well, or put it in the bank and save it. There you go. You can take bits and pieces, but here we go. Let's go. So here's one thing that I was thought was really cool. And then you can go on. Um, Oscar is LD and I forgot about it. But he's really, really good. He's the secretary of the Sworn Few MC, Mother Chapter, and he does this on his own. And he came up with this little system. Now, every year we do a long, we do a lot of rides, but we do a very long ride where there's as many club members as we can go. And it's usually a seven-day trip, several thousand miles, uh, which is this year. Um, so uh, LD, and we also have ride-alongs that ride with us. And I don't say that in a demeaning way at all. They are people that are not, some are interested, some just like riding with us. We allow that because they're very, very good friends and we're certainly not going to shun them um, because of that. So they ride with us the entire trip and they're pretty much club members without the patch. Right. Um, just like I say, there's a couple that probably will eventually have a patch, but there's some that they just want to ride with us and they, they don't have time to dedicate to the club right now. Maybe a different time they will, but they recognize that. And, and so they just, but they do like going on this, this trip. So, um, LD gets, uh, and he's been doing this in the last week, you know, because we got the, uh, we've been getting the group me app. He's got it done. It's he's all done. got her done. Yep. And so what he does is puts out, he updates everybody that's going on the trip. He asks for their wife's name. Um, but again, cause some of them aren't club members. He asks for, you know, f- emergency contact phone numbers and then he last year what he did is he printed out or he sends electronically he may this year if he's moving on up in the world because i don't like paper just email me (laughs) but he actually gave us a sheet of paper last year a little old school but i appreciate him doing it and he gets all that emergency contact information he gives it to everybody that's on the ride so if anything happens emergency wise we don't have to struggle for emergency contact information very probably the number one thing you guys can do if you're getting ready to go on a ride with a group of guys get because in a in a frantic um yeah looking for that through people's cell phones or if they have a passcode (laughs) on their cell phone get it up front take it from ld he knows boom move on maintenance stuff Mm -hmm. depends on where you're at well aren't we doing this soon we're gonna do some maintenance stuff what are we doing what are we doing brother because we're riding over 2,000 miles, so, yeah, so something you want to take into account, right? Yeah, guys that are close to an oil change, we're going to do full fluids, and I don't know, we can probably do some clutch stuff and uh, but check full, tires. Yeah, but full fluids, let's talk about that a little bit before we just move on. Um, you're going to get us in your shop, 
And again, if you're close to 5,000 miles or 10,000, you know, we do it every 5,000, depending on if you're using Amsoil, right? Out of boy. And Oscar is a huge Amsoil. And you guys know from those episodes, you had can some go, for breakfast this morning. Ooh, on the eggs is really nice. Yeah, 1040 is light enough. You can put it in the Cheerios. No, dude, not 1040. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's going to get us in his shop and uh, or over here, wherever we do it. But uh, Lurch needs ones. I need one. And that is, yeah, if you're going to go over your oil change mileage, well, sometimes. So I'm going to be about a thousand shy when uh, um, we do my oil change. But that's okay because during the trip, I'm going to go over that. So I'd right. rather do it early. Sure. Right. Sure. A, lot that, of people, a lot of people do it that way. Amazon recommends double the manufacturer's recommendation or once a year so i could i could actually ride through it just go to the end of the year yeah but i might do it once i have amsoil which you guys know because from previous podcasts i'm going to switch to amsoil this time around and of course oscar is a distributor of it um but yeah after that i don't think i'll be as concerned about it going over i probably would just do the trip and have you do it when you when i get back that's that's kind of where i'm leaning i'm gonna actually switch my uh transmission fluid to a uh gear oil and see what happens instead of the all in or three three hole oil where yeah. you can put the same in all three holes yeah you know i've been reading about it and i thought you know what i'm willing to test and stuff i'm gonna just gonna well, test it a, and see what happens you are a big time dealer no <laughs> big time you are you're a big time bro that's you're a pretty right. big deal <laughs> that's right in the ams oil community you're a pretty big deal <laughs> thanks dear <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna try that out so i'm gonna at least do my transmission in the primary but 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 using that different oil, you're supposed to be able to ride it just as long. It's just a technically a better oil suited for gears. Yes? That's the theory. That's the theory. Yeah. All right. We're going to give it a shot and see what happens. Actually, the heavier gear but, oil make the theoretically could make the transmission shift a little softer. So all right. See. Yeah, let me know. Because uh, yeah. if it's worth it, I mean, if you're going to change it anyways every year um, or whatever, if it's not much more expensive, just put that stuff in. Yeah. I mean, not a big deal. I'll test it out and let you guys know. Roger that. All right. We just talked about it, guys. Uh, you want to make sure that your clutch is adjusting. Um, we check our clutches. And again, we just did. Um, we just did. Uh, we're, we're not talking out of our arses. We're actually doing this stuff, guys. So because you guys know, because we just made a freaking video about it. A free freaking video. A free freaking video. And we record it, videotaped it, edited it for you guys, put it out. Um, and that's how to adjust your clutch internally. Lawabidingbacker.com forward slash Harley clutch adjustment. So go see that. And again, if you don't need the full clutch adjustment and you just like, eh, my lever's just a little bit loose, um, then then Harley clutch cable. It'll be lawabidingbacker.com forward slash Harley clutch cable adjustment. Again, free. So make sure that's all dialed in. We just dialed Oscars in. Mine is good to go because mine's hydraulic. And you really can't adjust those guys. No, you can't. Externally. Um, we need to do some research on that. I think that's Yeah. We're going to do some research on that. Hopefully, we'll have a video coming out, out uh, on uh, whether you can uh, adjust that, my 2014 Street Glide Special. And if you can, well, then we're going to report it to you, and we're going to make a video on it. Well, you can we'll find out. damn tea that. We'll find out when we do the oil change, because we got to take the clutch oh, inspection yeah. cover there off. There you go. There you go. And I don't have the uh, manual guys for my bike yet. I need to get that. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll report that to you guys. And, uh, of course we'll show you how to do it. I'm going to offer up a little bit of a secret. What are you going to say? Go. A lot of the stuff on all the year bikes are the same. So yeah, absolutely. Just I, like yours. We used a different manual, didn't we? We used the manual for my 2006. And when I got the 13, the first thing I did was look up clutch adjustment. It was the exact same. So there's a lot of stuff. So you guys have older bikes, newer bikes. You got manuals laying around. You got buddies with manuals. It's a few years off. There's a lot of stuff that's the same. 
And there's some stuff that's different, but it's usually pretty big. So. Yep. Very true. Very true. Um, so there you go. We're going to, we're going to report that to you guys. We'll, we'll let you know what we find out. Cause that's a good call. I forgot that we'll actually be able to look at that thing. And I need to get the manual anyways, as we want to keep making videos for you guys. We generally know what to do, but we like to have the manuals, the, uh, to make sure we're doing every specification. And it's got yeah. the torque specs and stuff. Right. We don't have exactly. We don't have the torque specs, which is huge on some stuff. So, all right. What do we check next, buddy? What you just did? Tires. And I, I, we, I dispelled a myth about tires. Go ahead. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, the Harley tires and I'm sure the Michelins and some of the other ones, I don't know about the Shinkos if you choose to run Shinkos, but, um, they'll come with a, a wear bar just like your car tires do, or you can use a depth gauge either way. You know, when it's time to get new tires, I've my Dunlops all- came with that. Yeah. With the wear bars. Yeah. Uh-huh. So did mine. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we talked about this. I always Why heard, don't you explain the wear bars if you aren't going to? Because a lot of people don't know what we're talking about. If you, Honestly, they don't. So if, so if you were to get on, if depending on how you... A lot of different the, manufacturers have them. In fact, tires in general. But go ahead. I, I was going to say, I think they're required. It's not, not just tires. Harley. Yeah, it's all motorcycles. If you... Oh, and uh, passenger cars, trucks. Mm-hmm. If you um, can see the rear front tire, if you look into the tread at certain... Like the the new four, the D408s that Harley's putting on the new bikes. The Dunlops, yep. Yeah. They're spaced a little bit, so you might have to move your bike forward or backwards. But if you right, they're the not tread, in between every right. tread. Yeah, you kind of, they're kind of spaced out. Yep. Some of them maybe ten on a tire or something. Right. You'll but, see a little horizontal bar that runs be- inside the the tread groove. It's like a little hemorrhoid. It's not. I don't know what a hemorrhoid really. I don't know if it looks like that. No. Okay. I, I have no idea how You're you called. drew that comparison. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> your dude. hemorrhoids are a little rubber. <laughs> bars whatever you got going on hipaa protects us from talking or right. protects you from us talking about it. but <laughs> it's just a little raised rubber bar that you'll see that runs inside the tread um inside the actual oh, what's the technical term not the tread the um tread well i guess right yeah that's fine but you, you'll see it in there you if you look close it's just a little horizontal uh, raised piece of the tire that runs back and forth side to side once you once the the outside of the tire reaches the depth of that wear bar um it's generally time to replace the tires i mean you you know you might squeak out another few hundred miles but once it gets to the wear bar then it's time to replace them or you can use a tread depth uh the standard even for passenger cars and trucks and stuff is 230 seconds of an inch that and lower um you run the risk of having a tire failure or you know hydroplaning in the rain or whatever so two thirty seconds of an inch or less or you get to the wear bar time to replace the tires i actually went um not by choice but i actually went below the wear bar because that happens sometimes mm-hmm. and so dangerous I, and it is and i wasn't riding very far and then you know what happens and sometimes i'm a mm-hmm. cheap arson whatever but i so i sent uh my buddy uh, our mutual friends not working and i asked him hey take my bike to get the new tire because i had to work all week and he did and he came back he rode all around put a couple hundred miles on my bike no big deal and so i got it back and i don't know two days later i looked and i'm like hey that's not the d408 it's the elite the american elite so uh dunlop makes the d408 which is the stock harley tire off the floor they make the american elite and the elite three so I had an American Elite on the rear and the D408 on the front. I was always under the impression that you had to match tread patterns. So that if you had a D408 on the front, 
you need a Dunlop D408 on the rear, or if you had the American lead on the rear, you need the American lead on the front. I got a tire at the Harley dealership, so I have no idea if... Uh, that's amazing, because that's I've heard that forever. And I've, and I've heard Even from, at our local dealerships, right. you can't mismatch tires. You don't mix, and so I asked the guy that took the bike down there, and he said, no, it's not a big deal, as long as you don't mix manufacturers. So a Michelin on the front, a Dunlop on the back, or and or tread compounds. So you go a harder tire on the front and a softer tire on the back. Either way, I put, I don't know, 2,000 miles on that mixed tread pattern, and it's fine. I haven't noticed any difference. There you go. Till, so, you, till you go down. Good well, call, bro. Yeah, or so a truck hits me, or <laughs> a deer comes out of the forest and jumps on my bike. Or Right, right. I take a dung beetle to the throat. That's the first time I've heard of that, dude, because I've <laughs> always, from every dealer, you can't mismatch. You don't, One goes bad, you got to get both. You do. And so, and I know some people that have had that happen and they've been stuck paying, you know, quite a bit extra money because you don't mix tread patterns. Right. Apparently you can. Okay. I'm, I've been riding, I've been not just riding, but riding hard, cornering hard. It hasn't made a pot of difference. All right. Well, there you go, guys. I would ask your dealer and refer to your warranty or your uh, manual, but yeah, he's trying it. So we'll uh, let you know. I don't have much choice. I don't know if some of it, you know, it's kind of one of those things where a lot of people jump to things. One bad things happen because it was some really particular situation all of a sudden. Right. It's a knee jerk wreck. You can't mix tires, period. There was a guy 30 years ago that died, right? And it's like one guy in 30 years because right. it was some weird. So I don't know, dude. I've always heard that. I've always wondered. But yeah. Well, and they say that with cars, all wheel drive cars. True. If you have a, if you blow out a tire in the front completely, it's all wheel drive. You go to almost any tire uh, store and they'll tell you you have to buy four new tires. Uh, I don't know that that's entirely true, but whatever. All right. There you go, guys. And of course, if you want to take your tires off yourself, your wheels, not your tires, but you want to take your wheels off, you need a tire machine to get the tires off. But lawbindingbiker.com forward slash rear wheel and forward slash front wheel. Two free videos on exactly how to do that. Ton of hits on those videos. There you go, guys. All right. Don't don't forget to check your tires for nails and all that kind of stuff. Roll your bike forward. Um, all right. Check your nuts and pins on the wheels. And we always make sure those are secure. Your, uh, always check your nuts. Always check your nuts. I couldn't stop. Straight up. <laughs> Check your nuts and your pin. Yep. You don't want to get to make uh, sure it's secure. roll your balls. Roll your balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, brake pad inspection, of course, guys. We show you how to do that on our Hardy maintenance video, and that's lawbindingbar.com forward slash maintenance free video. That's the one that's got over 500,000 hits. Um, that's amazing. And we show you a little bit about we're going to do a brake pad video here very shortly because somebody's got to re, uh, LD's got to replace his brake pads. We'll probably do that as a free video for you guys. So we will show you exactly how to do that. And that's like, that'll save you at least 40 bucks. Uh, yeah. Oh, for doing breaks? Yeah. Oh, it'll save you more than that, dude. Uh, I, dude, I, just to get in the dealership, it's a minimum hour. Well, our local one here, if you if you need like rear brakes and you're getting a tire, they'll oh, do it well, because yeah. the wheel comes off anyway. Right. But if you just need rear brakes, yes. it's going to be an hour shop labor plus the brakes. So I think that's 110 bucks. True. And you get the satisfaction of working on your bike yourself. And that's what it's all about. And that's what I like because nobody hardly ever touches my bike except me and you. Well, and you know, the beauty of that is, is you can make it a social event. <laughs> exactly. Because, hey, we're working on a bike. Everyone come over and we'll hang out. And, and you know what the best part is? You tell the wife. Now, why do you have to go? Well, honey, if I took to the dealership, it'd be $1,000. But because I'm going to Oscar's house, <laughs> it's only going to be $40. That's right. And it sells the wife every time. And little does she know, we spent 15 minutes changing brakes. 
and four hours drinking beer. <laughs> and talking about fixing the brakes. Right. And talking and filming. That's filming right. changing the brakes. <laughs> dude, you should we got this down, dude. Some wives might be listening. Right. <laughs> now right. we leak the secret. I will edit this heavily. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. So inspect all your fluid levels. Of course, simple stuff. Engine oil, transmission oil, primary oil. Go to that video, guys. You know where to get it. Brake reservoir, clutch reservoir. Inspect your lights, guys. Make sure all your signals, headlights, brake lights are working. We do all that. Have somebody walk around your bike if you need to. Make sure, guys, huge. If you have GPSs, I've got one. LD's got one. Um, you know, uh, you have one, right? Oscar, uh, it's yeah, attached you. to my shoulders. Oh, okay. I thought you had one that went on your dash. No, I'm, oh, okay. ma- I'm map guy. Yeah, you're map guy. Yeah. So he basically, what he's saying is he relies on us with the GPS. Like I used to do oh, before oh, I had one. Oh, oh. He pretty much. Let me remind you that when we were looking for the Harley dealership in Boise, LD following his GPS drove right by it. Yeah. And dude. the only guys without GPS went, hey, look, I don't need a GPS. Sure, but we got you close. We got you close. <laughs> And then you dialed it and in from there. And then you took us away from it. Because we're watching our GPS. We're not looking for the dealership. We're looking at so, the screen. <laughs> and don't mind the road and cars around you because no. of the GPS. No, you got mismatched tires anyways. You're going down. <laughs> All right, guys. So, wow. Um, and we're going to do a review on the Ride Planner app, guys. We use Ride Planner heavily. Don't forget, I have a for sale video at lawbidingbiker.com forward slash Ride Planner. That has been a very popular for sale video. Shows you how to use that. But we are going to do an app review. There's an iPhone app. Has some pluses and we found some negatives with it. Hopefully in an upcoming episode. Uh, Yeah, don't forget, pack your rider backrest if you got one. Your passenger backrest if you think you're going to have a passenger. I'm happily married. I don't take my... Actually, I do take my... No, I don't anymore because of my my teabag goes... I don't need it anymore. So I just put my teabag... No, I do. Never mind. I do take my passenger backrest because I have a luggage rack and I don't have a trunk. So I have to put my teabag over the passenger backrest on the luggage rack so i need to pack both there you go i put my junk in my trunk yeah you've Sorry. got a lot of junk in your trunk dude help it. extra bungee cords always guys um you never know when you're gonna have to you buy stuff on a trip and you just don't have any more room in your trunk or you, you go to the you harley can't put any more junk in your trunk you go it's to the junked out harley dealership so that yes. you can buy the special motorcycle oil pan Right. You know, the, and then <laughs> like it doesn't you. fit in the trunk and you bungee cord it to the trunk. Exactly. So there you go. And, uh, or something breaks or a strap breaks on your teabag, whatever. Good idea, guys. Here's a list of things that we pack. Do you want to go down this? Um, let's all do a couple. Fill our SF, our sworn few motorcycle club bottle. We have a water bottle that has our logo on it. It's always filled with whiskey doesn't because whiskey is really expensive out of town, bro. It makes it a whiskey bottle, not a water bottle. And it fits Matt actually uh, Lurch did it the first time, and I forget exactly how much it fits, but it fits a generous, generous amount. And of I want to tell the listening audience: there is nothing like being somewhere in freaking Idaho at ninety-five degrees, uh-huh. drinking whiskey that's one hundred and ninety-five degrees. It goes down, and you feel it all the way. Right. You can actually <laughs> put that whiskey in your transmission, or run just fine. There you go. Cigar of choice for the sworn few MC Backwoods Honeyberry. Actually, any flavor, but I prefer the Honeyberry. We have a reservation close, so we get them very reasonable. For a, Every pack has like eight, and we get eight packs for like $25. It's a good price. At the grocery store or other cities, they're like $10 a pack. Not right. for eight packs, for one pack. Ridiculous. That Don't forget your cigars. We do that. Some have a trunk. I use the tea bag, of course, with a roller-type suitcase on it. Helmet. Riding glasses. 
don't forget a backup pair of no, riding glasses, guys. For sure. I always do, and I've had some other guys were really lucky that I was prepared. Right. How many times? You lose them, you drop them. But dude. you know how many times I've been on the road and I pack extra shizzle all the time? Yep. And someone's like, hey, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I have one of those. I have one of those. I know. It's all the time. True. It's true. Popeye just went on a day. It was it was a 500-mile day ride, but he took a rock to his motorcycle glasses, shattered them. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So that can happen, guys. Right. Shattered his riding glasses. I mean, it protected his eyes, but nonetheless, they're not useful anymore. And luckily, he was smart, and he had a backup pair. Yeah, and there's a lot of... Uh, they're cheap. Like, well, and for a backup. My regular ones are like 150 bucks, but my backup pair is like $10. I, I got a set of Wiley X's, and they have um, black lenses and clear lenses. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the black ones go dead. I could put the clear lenses in or and and or at night. Very true. That's a that's a good point. Um, mine adjust, but yeah, there there you go. You got extra lenses and stuff. So why don't you go real quick? We're yeah. running a little late, but let's go through the rest of our gear stuff here. Pants, um, jacket, you, rain gear. We don't oh, have time for stories. Out. We don't have time for stories. So just dude, you don't have it, but you should. And <laughs> Chewie has it now because he, you only get caught in the rain once on a motorcycle, guys, uh, where you have to ride 100, 200, 300 miles in the rain, and you'll have rain gear after that. Pants. Or, or you just man up and dry out. Right. Or you cry like a baby. Whatever, dude. When you get I back. wasn't crying. I was whimpering. <laughs> well, Chewie was. Oh, yeah, and he yeah. now has rain gear. He does. So don't forget, guys, pants, jacket, boot covers, um, glove covers, rubber, uh, rain goggles, glasses, uh, head sock, uh, face mask for that cold weather, the rain. Um, you know, we, and then we got all our regular clothes and stuff, you know, pants, shirts, underwear, socks, toiletries, uh, Oscar, he free balls it. He doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> How do you know that? So, uh, well, dude, I have uh, slept in the same room as you. <laughs> That's true. But I had a blank. I'm on. like, dude, did you ride to seriously ride 200 miles without underwear? Don't it, you get chafing? No, no, it's free. Dude, you get chafed. Free and easy down the road. I go, whatever, dude. Yeah, good. All, all right. right. We'll on. <laughs> free balling it. Toil- sun. Wait, sunblock, dude. Definitely sunblock. Absolutely wear sunblock. Um, do if you guys are like me, I'm white as white gets. Um, I'm like an albino. So um, LD actually puts on so much sunblock, he gets whiter by the end of the trip. <laughs> I do too, dude. Um, That's pretty hard to. Beat. And now I got the spray on stuff, which works really nice. You're gonna spray it on in between stops. But I will literally, if you guys get burnt, you'll be out the first couple of days of the trip. I mean, mm-hmm. who wants to ride with a with a, what is it, a third degree? Is that the second word? or third so, degree? Yeah. yeah, I mean right. that's ridiculous. So chapstick, of course, carry hand gel, whatever. Uh, <laughs> if you're worried about germs, um, right? What you, that was for, right. right? Or <laughs> if you're uh, from your wife for a week, right? If yeah. you missed miss a uh, uh, hang out with a nasty lady or two, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not me. Happily married, but right. ibuprofen, of course. Everybody, after you ride seven days, two thousand miles, you are going to get a headache at some point, yeah. and it's not from drinking. Um, that may be the cause for some people, but for me, it's, te- you know, I have a few beers at night and stuff, but um, mostly it's the neck gets kinked. It's hot. It's dry. Yeah. You know, you're going to get a headache. Make sure you have that handy. Of course, chaps. Don't forget, we have the free chat pack video on how to roll your chaps so they don't take up hardly any room. It's really awesome. Lawabidingbiker.com forward slash chap pack free video. Get it there. You'll save a lot of room in your saddlebags and you'll have less junk in your trunk. <laughs> that's what i'm talking there about. you go buddy sweatshirt of course always layer guys you can take off put on um nothing more miserable miserable as being it's 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 easy to get cool by taking stuff off but if you don't have enough layers uh, of course i run you don't have to have this because oscar doesn't but i run the heated jacket liner 
um, and that's really great. And now I have the heated seat. I have heated grips. Um, of course, we have videos out on that stuff, guys. But um, you might go to lawabidingbiker.com forward slash first gear if you want to see the heated gear I have. It works really great. That heated liner, you keep your core hot or keep your core warm. Even when it's raining, oh my God! I've got everybody else heat, is shivering. I've got a heated vest. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it works great. Okay, there you go. Really, you know, I have heated pants and stuff, but I don't use them. I have the heated seat now. Mostly, all I ever use is my heated jacket liner, which keeps your core temperature warm. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, we you know cut vest and, and a lighter riding vest. Um, you want to get any of those other ones? I'm, I'm bug slide getting dry. Leather nylon coat. You want to take your don't big coat? Your, don't forget your nylon. There you go, buddy. I don't take my big coat, but... You don't take your big leather coat? No, I don't. Why? Um, it gets cold sometimes. Yeah. You just can't fit it or what? I would say suggest taking a coat. I, I take a sweatshirt and then um, I have a it's, not a... it's not a sweatshirt. It's a little thicker than a long sleeve shirt, a little thinner than a sweatshirt. But anyway, I, I mostly just take a some kind of soft shell coat. I don't, I don't bring my big leather coat. I, no, okay. I get it. But you have a... a Shell coat because you know yeah yeah to with block the heated out. vest yeah exactly the shell coat's fine I agree I agree um, and if you guys want to see my jacket that I wear it's lawbiddingbacker.com forward slash Harley Illumination jacket full review there free don't forget gloves uh, depending on if you have heated grips whether you need heated gloves or I've got heated grips now um, so I can just wear thinner gloves and uh, get it that way but something you need to think about all right and uh, don't forget about laundry. Uh, LD last year, we talked about it real quick. He set up in the city. We went to one of them had a laundry service where we could drop our laundry off. So we went around and rode around for a couple hours and saw some sites that we wanted to see. We came back, our laundry was done. So you don't have to pack as much guys. LD is that way. He's very, very efficient. And, uh, thank God we have him in the club, but, uh, or we you dr- can wear the same jeans and t-shirt every day. Like I do. And you don't need underwear cause you free ball it. So you're golden. So yeah, socks are optional. Whatever. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Cash, credit cards, wallet. I carry a spare signal bulb just in case, guys. Um, those have went out on trips before. Of course, if you can get to a dealership, you're golden, but it doesn't take that much room. Bug slide with a rack for quick ripe downs if you want. Lurch usually brings some. I usually don't, and I just steal his. But if you have room, good thing. Um, little toolkit, right? Do you carry a little toolkit, buddy? Absolutely. There you go. For those simple, quick roadside repairs, it would suck to have to call somebody for a screwdriver. All right. Hotels, your reservation numbers, smartphones. Don't forget your chargers, of course. CPAP, my CPAP for snoring. Right. And uh, I do, uh, unfortunately, guys, have to have a CPAP. um, And Lurch needs ones. And hopefully by this trip, he'll have one because he snores like crazy, dude. (laughs) So, unfortunately, I have to carry the dang CPAP. Yeah, I'm old. Go ahead. (laughs) I'll leave it alone. Yeah, small first aid kit, of course. Um, There you go. Um, don't forget about if you guys have allergies, like Chewy is allergic in our club. And, uh, uh, if he gets stung by a bee, he could literally die. Yeah. And we don't want Chewy to die. it will be so sad. That would be sad. It would. It really would. Yeah. Um, so because, because of that, because Chewy, uh, uh, gets, uh, if he gets stung by a bee, like I say, um, you know, he could, he could die. We have to carry what's called an EpiPen and it'd be so sad. I, you know, I would cry. I'd pour I a 40 out for him. Um, I would. Mm-hmm. And so we have an EpiPen for Chewy mm-hmm. uh, so that we can stick him in the leg as hard as we want Dude. with a needle. And he won't even know. No. Yeah, it'd be awesome. That's all you're here. That's it. <laughs> you stick him in the leg, stick him in the leg. <laughs> Just not in the eye. There you go. 
No, and uh, but you know, it's seriously on a on a you know, we're joking, but but that'll save his life. That Something is a huge simple. thing, and it's, it's pretty common. And you better know how to use it. And the people in your group that ride better tell you where it is right. that they have it because when he gets stung and he's unconscious, it's all swelled and up. You don't know, yeah. So I, I I found that with Chewy. You know, where is it? I ask him on the trip. Where's your EpiPen right. in your bag? I can go straight to it. Stab the crap out of him. <laughs> I'll feel good. He'll he'll live. <laughs> he'll feel good. <laughs> Technically, you only have to stab him once. Um, our host gets in a few extra, just you know, whatever. Right. Last right. bit. I always carry because mm-hmm. nope. this has happened. It happened to us last year. We didn't use mine. I always carry an extra quart of oil. Oh, or see, in case an oil filter comes loose. I don't know why, because use Am's oil, and apparently your bike can run without oil for period for a little bit. Maybe not enough to get back from Wyoming. And I carry <laughs> Octane Boost. Oh, and I've been in places in Oregon and California where you run up against eighty-seven only at the gas station, and a bottle of Octane Boost is twelve dollars. Oh, so I carry yeah, good call. So, and I and I we've been in those situations, and I've had four or five bottles. Amsoil makes a little one. My buddy's like, "Oh man, I don't want to spend twelve bucks on Amsoil or on uh, Octane Boost." I'm like, "Hey, look what I brought." And Very nice. So, something about good point. No, that is. Um, I don't carry the extra oil, and I should, but I don't. Um, no, I have because I have you. Yeah, right. right. I got it. And don't forget it, guys. Real last camera, video camera, that kind of stuff. If you want to do some pictures and stuff. All right, guys. That's our basic list, but all right, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. It has been a little bit long episode, but we had some extra information to get out there. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. All right, guys, don't forget Lab podcast phone number, 509-731-3548, or you can leave a voicemail directly on your computer from your microphone, lawabodybiker.com forward slash voicemail or forward slash contact. You can email us there, the voicemail, all that good stuff. I'm going to get some T-shirts made. I actually have the logo in the works, how I want to do it. There's going to be some surprise t-shirts handed out, guys. I'm just going to get your address. If you leave a voicemail, uh, either by phone or by computer, I'm just going to start throwing out some free t-shirts here and there. So if you want a shot at one of those, you got to leave us a good message that we use on the podcast that has some content. All right, guys. Um, don't forget about Patreon. Support us, lawabidingbanker.com forward slash Patreon forward slash donate, all that good stuff. Do not forget, call to action, our podcast box app, guys. The new Law Abiding Biker app. Just go get the free podcast box app. And uh, from there, you can look up Law Abiding Biker. And you can get our podcast. You guys that have Android, um, you've got to get it from the... uh, You can't get it from the Google Play Store yet. You've got to actually go to the Amazon Store. Anyways, just go to lawabidingbiker.com forward slash app. It tells you exactly what you need to do. Whether you have Android or uh, iPhone, um, Apple product. And it tells you what to do. Like I say... There was some misinformation out there, so I got it squared away now. Trust me, that blog's right. All right, guys. Thanks so much. And uh, don't forget to get in the free email club, lawabidingbacker.com forward slash email. You guys are the best. Get out there and freaking ride, huh? What are you doing? Burn up the miles. We're out. <laughs>